What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, June 18th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe. With me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. It's gonna be, I think we're going to be in some like new like podcast chop charts with, this week with uh, our title, Sticky Bolts. In <laughs> that, uh, in that uh, Call Her Daddy audience. Yes. The Gluck, what do they call it? The Gluck Gluck 5000? The Gluck Gluck, yeah. <laughs> yep. And rocking his OJ Simpson jersey, the good Robin K. Fids. It's, it's the anniversary. It's the 27th anniversary of the OJ Simpson chase when me and the girl that I was completely in love with that was a year older than me, a senior, played tongue torture in my basement. And I had no idea that she was trying to hit on me. She was just licking my forehead and, you know, trying to kiss me. And apparently it was that aloof. It was the Rose Queen. It's embarrassing to think about. I dated her when I was 30 instead. So, uh, she's I wasn't kidding. Right? That's, how I the OJ, that's how I remember the OJ Simpson. Chase. There was so much to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, Rose, <laughs> Rose Queen on top of me licking my forehead and me not realizing she was trying to get me to kiss her as I was a. You're that much older than me? Because I, I only remember just watching the NBA finals and they cut to it and I was so 94. pissed. 94. Yeah. I'm older, guys. I was so junior in high school. I'm old man. Fuck, 94, I was in fourth grade, bro. Bruh. Bruh. No, me and Moses, we were like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Brazzers. Uh, We are going to be talking about sticky balls. That's all anybody can talk about right now in baseball. Baseball is apparently, for some weird reason, deciding now is the time to throw down the hammer on using illegal substances um, on the ball by pitchers. And then, you know what we might actually talk about too? Chicago having two teams in the top 10 of best record in the league, with one of them being number one. Um, Yeah, it's kind of weird that we have two awesome baseball teams in the city, and sticky balls is what's (laughs) dominating the conversation. So all that and a lot more. It's a thousand degrees outside right now, so let's tap this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. As always, the show is brought to you by PointsBet. Uh, they got a really cool promotion going on right now for the U.S. Open. You can bet hole by hole. God, this is Bob. Now I'm just thinking about brazers every time I say something. <laughs> uh, you can bet what, what you think the player will do on that particular hole up to $25. Um, they will met, refund your bet if it doesn't hit on your first one. Um, yeah, points bet. And also it's brought to you by us. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Go buy some merch. Buy a cup. Buy a bathing suit. Buy a Speedo. Buy whatever. 
But not from that spammer who keeps tweeting uh, right. that random link. Yeah, and by cup, by cup, we mean an actual drinking cup. We have yes. not come out with the Pinwheels and Ivy Jockstrap Cup. Not yet. Protective uh, ball encasing yet. But we're getting there. Coming so. soon. And really weird. Fids immediately, he immediately volunteered to model that thing. <laughs> Heck, I'm wearing it right now. He's just, just also, you can use it. Actually, if you, shaved, if you shaved your beard and just left the mustache and wore nothing but the cup, you would look like Mac from Super Troopers. <laughs> 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 I am growing a little bit of a neck beard right now because I'm lazy and it's the summer and I don't give a shit. So I have, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not shaving for like a week. So they're like, oh, okay. So do you want to talk about actual teams or do you want to talk about sticky balls? Uh, I think we, let's just do the sticky balls. Let's just get yeah, it out of the way. So MLB decided, again, weird timing that I believe on June 21st, June, I don't know, like in a week, that they're going to start through the season. <laughs> yeah, they're going to start giving pitchers uh, ten game suspension with pay. So basically, ten game vacation um, if they are caught using a illegal substance to enhance their pitching ability. There is now going to be random checks throughout the game conducted by umpires that had to attend a mandatory Zoom meeting to go over what they're looking for, like prison guards and shanks. And then you ever see that on like the jail shows when they bring in the new guards, like here's our shank wall. These are all the different types of shanks. That's what they're doing with the sticky stuff right now with baseball. Oh, like a prison wallet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that's where you store the shank. Oh, that's like your prison fanny pack, right? right. Yeah. That's where you store the shank. Um, and also when relievers come into the game, they get checked before they can throw a pitch. And then after, like, if LaRusa comes in and takes out Aaron Bummer, he has to get checked by the umps before he can go to the dugout. Will they be checking for hernias as well? I'm wondering if they check their balls and then have them turn their heads and cough. I just wanted to. Well, that's. All right. So a lot of these guys, what? They, they put the stuff on the inside of their glove, on the bill of their hat, on their forearm. Uh, behind their ears. Some guys were saying they used to put it in their hair. So like when they would like pick up their hat and put their hand through their hair. Immediately I thought of Dylan Cease because for some reason this season when Dylan Cease strikes out somebody, he turns around and just whole hand down the front of his pants. <laughs> so that's legal. I know, but like why Trachla would you is not on the banned substance list. But what I'm saying is make a little concoction of rosin and sunscreen or whatever and just stick it on the front of your cup and then strike a dude out, turn around, look like you're grabbing your nuts, and now you're you're reloading. <clears throat> a lot of nut grabbing. Seriously, Dylan Cease does it after every batter. And, and, and it is legal, by the way, for the catchers to have uh, a minimal amount of pine tar on their shin guards. That's actually <laughs> legal by baseball regulations, which is kind of strange because so catchers can actually use it for grip. And that ball, that, that'll get on the ball too. And then pitchers are going to get dinged with that, even though it wasn't even them. Or position players, which I know they said they're trying to ban that too. But really, are you going to go check Chris Bryant's glove in the middle of an inning because no. he made a throw to first base? That's not going to happen. So, like, the policing of it is going to be inconsistent. And the fact this, that this season is also a problem. This to me, and I think like a whole bunch of people have said, it's just like another just like overreaction from MLB or like overextension where like they didn't do anything for like. Decades and decades. Ever. And then all of us. Yeah. Like since, the beginning, since the beginning of time. Like, like Hall of Famers like brag about like how they cheated. Or, like who is it? It's like uh it was like Phil Negro. He's like, yeah. 
tons. Yeah. Guys like tons, bring- but just tons. And then, like, they go to, like, this extreme of, like, we're going to suspend you guys. But, like, I think there's, like, multiple issues. Obviously, like, the whole sunscreen and rosin thing. Like, does that really, like, like guys are doing it for grip more than, like, spin rate. Uh, you know, you have to, as a league, you, you would think you could differentiate differentiate that from like the what is the spider tech that guys are using yeah, spider tech or whatever um yeah. and it's like but then there's also the, the whole thing of like it's like oh why are they doing this mid-season like why didn't you warn us but like they like they kind of did like in the off season they're like we're gonna start cracking down this season mm-hmm. but then you go back to the other side again and it's like again mlb just didn't do anything for the first three months or like until like the middle of may and it's like holy shit no one can hit in the league. Guys have ridiculous spin rates. And right. it's like, okay, no, now we're going to take it seriously. It's like, well, maybe if you would have taken it seriously from like the first couple weeks of the season, like maybe like you didn't have to go to the extreme now of like, oh, tight game suspension or like we're going to ban everything because we have no clue what the fuck we're doing. So um, hold on, just, real There's real so real much real. shit. For the people that are watching this podcast, and I'll describe it. This is a blogger bought a thing of spider tech. Look how sticky this is. Dispensary. I thought that was (laughs) right. No, your dad. Look how look how sticky this is. So for those of you listening to the podcast, he's taken the lid off the jar, and the spider tech is so sticky the lid won't leave the jar basically. And now he's stretching it out. It looks like a caramello commercial. And yeah, I can't believe that's the stuff they use. Like Kevin, have you, out of it. Have you, what's up? I honestly, dude, I was a, I was a, I was a spit and sweat guy. Um, I, so I guess if you want to say sunscreen, because I mean, we, we were kind of forced to wear sunscreen. I didn't really wear a ton of it, and then they make us wear it. So the inadvertent sweat on your arms was was a byproduct of it. But honestly, you know, at the college level, you rub up the balls. It's really, I mean, God, even at the high school level too, you get yelled at by the umpires if the balls aren't properly rubbed up. And and Major League Baseball is like shied away from doing that. They're getting slick. Baseballs, I don't know how much of the Mississippi mud they're even using anymore, but they're getting these in, inconsistent baseballs where the seams are going up and down and they're wound tight or they're wound looser. It's the, the balls have been changing consistently more than than the, the usage of what everyone is using. But for me as a player, it was just – I mean, it just depends on the coach you have too. Uh, I, as a pitching coach myself, I'm, I talked about more than anything else how to how – to, how to, when you get a really slick ball, how to you know use your pant leg to kind of keep that thing – rough it up a little bit so it's not as – uh, you know, as slick, but you know, some coaches are literally into that. Let's like, Hey, you need some sticky tack. You need that. I, I mean, it really depends on like Shreve. I know, you know, it's, when he was in college, they, they, they encouraged it. I mean, everyone, again, it's mm-hmm. so interesting that everyone, the, the outrage about it is so funny. Cause everyone's like, well, geez, you were a cheater. That's like saying, if you weren't going 26 miles an hour in a 25, you're not a criminal. Like it, it, it's been embraced. It's been unpoliced. It's been a, it's, it's a rite of passage and it's a game of cat and mouse that mm-hmm. umpires and pitchers have played for, you know, generations now at this point, and then you're just going to stop at cold Turkey and just take it out. And again, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, Garrett Cole should be crying about it. Like literally physically crying. But I also <laughs> understand like, so there, there is a way you have to, I mean, you're asking someone to change their, you know, you're asking, say, well, don't throw so hard. Well, then you're going to have to change your delivery. What happens when you change your delivery? You lead an injury. Like, so it's not just about not throwing at max effort. Throwing at max effort is the safest way to not get hurt because it's max effort. When you take a little bit off, guess what happens? You hurt yourself. It's just like right. playing in a game where you're only playing 80% instead of 100%. You're going to hurt yourself. It's, it, you're more inclined to get hurt not going 100% than you are to going 100%. And then so it's a tough deal for these guys. I hate it. I hate that. I don't hate it. I, I just wish they'd have done it in the offseason. 
to give them time to prepare. I know mm -hmm. I've talked to Street about this a ton. He has, he's been dry as a bone, not even the sunscreen, his last three outings. He's actually been better. Uh, his splitter lost, you know, he lost rotation on his splitter, but that's a good thing for a splitter because mm -hmm. the less been the better on a splitter. So he's actually benefiting there. His sliders, his last slider against the Dodgers was unhittable. His spin rate was down. So he's like, I don't care. Let's go. Like he yep. didn't use it in high school and he used it a little bit in college. And you know, the sticky tack stuff, you know, most players, I think, I think most hitters too are like, who cares? like unless you just are one of those hitters that are adapting and you're getting boned. Most of these guys are like, it's, it's safer for right. them. I'm not going to catch one in the face. So I'm curious to see how the hit by pitch goes up. It was at 0.3 rising the mm -hmm. last few years. If it goes up to 0.4, 0.5, we know it's obviously a result of the grip, not just an emerging trend. So that's you can buy a two and a half ounce tub of spider tack on Amazon for 20 bucks. <laughs> cool. Just throwing, throw, throwing that out there, Coach Fitz. Uh, yeah, clearance. <laughs> clearance sale real soon. Just like those shirts from the, you know, the runner up in the uh, NBA finals. Yeah. Like, it's just like, uh, was the other day, uh, so it was, who was, uh, Bobby Valentine was on a uh, part of my take and he was talking about how, uh, you know, just all the shit about in baseball and like every year or recently, it seemed like every year there's always like some sort of controversy just like within the game. And it's like, and he made a good point. It was like, in what other sport or do you just hear all just always like, ah, this cheating is going around. Like what other, like think about the NBA or NFL, like what scandals do you guys remember from like recent years besides like the, like the Tom Brady Patriots one? Mm, I was going to say Tom, the deflate gate, but like that, like NBA, what, like what cheating scandal besides like, like, and that wasn't even technically the players. It was the, that one referee. Yeah. It was the betting. Cause like the there's always, yeah. it's like MLB, you know, what's going on. Like this was just like the, like the whole Houston and the stealing signs. Uh, it's it's been kind of pretty much after that happened. It's like, oh man, like they got caught. Like everybody was doing it, but like right. they're the ones who got caught. Like the whole like the steroid. It's like ah, like a pretty big percentage of the league was probably doing it, but it's yep. like those six, these, yep. But it's like you got like the poster boys for it, and it's like ah, you know Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, like like Palmero, all those guys, like A Rod. Mm -hmm. It's like oh yeah, no, it was just like you know it was those stars. It's like, uh, you guys had a problem. You guys were benefiting from it. And then, you know, it kind of got out of control. And this right. is, it just, like, keeps happening in baseball. And it's like, oh, my God. And then, like, you know, there's always the whole, you know, CBA is expiring. And it's like, why did this randomly pop up now? And, it's, and remember the balls, the, you know, too, too much offense. Let's change the balls. Why do they do that? You know, there's the whole numbers of, like, there was the, the giant free agent class. Like, uh, maybe – it's just the league trying to fuck the players. It's just like so much fucking outside bullshit. It's like if you've let this happen for a long time. It's a dirty part it, of like, it. Like it is always been part of it. Like there's players being like, I forget who it was from. I think the ah oh, dare I forget the pitcher. He's like, but it was basically someone from like that now works in the league office who used to be an executive or somewhere with like the Marlins, I think, or something. It's like, you know, this guy basically told us, hey, guys, you know, start using this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. Like every single like part of the game is going to like look for some sort of advantage because just, you know, quote unquote cheating is just like part right. of the game. Yeah, again, I'm using that as like in quotes because like stealing signs, it's like if you're dumb enough That's to like have signs stolen from you like that's on you or like whatever it is like if it's because it, i'm pretty sure back in the day you know guys were just using the rosin just to get a better grip 
I mean, mm -hmm. like the sunscreen. It's like, oh, I can get a better grip on this. And, you know, that evolved into like, oh, like I can make my fucking ball move like three inches more. Yep. And it's like, oh, I discovered this new thing. And now there's spider tech. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen when you just when you say it's like, yeah, it's fine. The it's biggest fine. thing to me is the CVA coming up. This is a classic like, you know what I mean? Like they're totally doing this on purpose. Dude, some guy could try to come at me on Twitter being like, how can you let cheaters get by? I go, who's your favorite player, dude? <laughs> right. And like he started naming players and I'm like, he probably cheated, man. They all cheated in one way or the other. You got to start. I think the first place you got to start is by calling every, saying the word cheating. When people hear cheating, they miss like immediately think like bad, evil, cheating, you know, mm -hmm. under that description that makes Jerry Rice, one of the greatest, if not the greatest wide receiver of all time, a cheater because yep. he's using sticky tack after the NFL banned it. Yep. Cheater. All right. Nolan Ryan, cheater. Nolan Ryan. Hey, Kovac, cheater. cheater. Clayton Kershaw, cheater. Like, let's go down the list. Because every pitcher ever, every lineman ever has greased up or sprayed silicone on their arms to try and beat a, you know, beat an offensive lineman. These are things that these are ways. But the, the thing about the game that's always done is if you get caught, then you get banged. Like you get it. You get a punishment. Right. Like, you know that they're proactively just going to be like randomly. It's it's all it's like the TSA at freaking at the airport now. We're gonna we're gonna because one person had bad shoes back in two, you know shoes with a you know, dangerous shoes back really in bad one. shoes. Right, really bad. For 20 years now, we've had to take our shoes off at the airport because one person 20 years ago tried to light a shoe on fire on an airplane. And mm -hmm. so now baseball is going to be doing that. I mean, this is, we want to talk about slowing the game down. That's this my, oh God. I was going to tell you the pace of play of having like the mandatory. It's oh, I mean, I guess they could do that in like, like during, during the, the commercial, commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, okay, no, imagine this scenario. They check on somebody, they like find something, but the pitcher's like, no, 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 that's, whatever that's not it and then like what are they gonna do yeah do they got like a dude like a, an underground lab that's gonna run in, this isn't csi miami right no. like, like you know in cops team on the premises right. like in cops when like they stop someone and they find like drugs or whatever and they have to like test it are we gonna have that like we're gonna have joe west put it on the table put on his goggles right. speakers, <laughs> test out, let the stuff every single stadium is gonna play the mission impossible theme song yep <laughs> it, it turned purple Oh my god, he's dirty. Wait, uh, somebody peed in the pool. My bad, wrong test. Wrong. Yep. Well, geez, oh wait, actually, like, your wife's pregnant. Oh shit! shit. Uh, wait, uh, <laughs> you have steroids in your system. Ah, oh, god right. dang. Wrong cup again. Wrong, wrong test. We don't care about that anymore. We care about sticky tack. Um, my solution should I think pinwheels and ivy should fix baseball again? What do you got, so? I like what Liam Hendricks said about making having the league come up with a substance that is league approved for everyone to use. Okay. okay? So the pitcher still get to use something. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is, just as long as it, you know, whatever, but they go oh. back to the bouncy balls. Ooh. So now we're, we're leveling out the, the playing field a little bit. All right. It's going to be hard as hell to hit the ball. Cause they're going to be able to put crazy <laughs> spin on it. But if you hit it, it's going to go, it's going to go million feet. So batting average is no longer a relevant stat. 
It's just going to be <laughs> home runs. <laughs> yeah, home runs and slugging percentage and strikeouts. I that's mean, it's basically what the game has been for that's, let cuz yeah, that's, that's what basically what the game's been, yeah. That's what and it I was going to say so. What what does MLB love to do more than anything? Well, any business, make money. Mm-hmm. MLB makes their own specific brands like no, you guys have to use this. Yeah. Like, how and many like, millions is that? And then like all the NFL, you know, the NF the high school associations and the NCAA will also purchase their products because it's a yeah. Fort- a precursor to what they'll have to so, do. So, I mean, we got to like pin this idea. Hollywood bases, right? You got to use oh, the bases, what they use in the pros. I think we're on to something. Don't release this podcast until I mean, it's too late. Uh, it's an IV attack. Spider attack. But that's the thing, though. Is, spider attack with our own deal. MLB is just going to make their own anyway, though. Right. Damn. They'll, they'll change one ingredient. Yeah, be like, no, this is the MLB yeah, official. This is the MLB equivalent of it. <laughs> It's not bee honey, it's wasp honey. It's yeah, <laughs> something stupid like that. We we used uh southern bees, not northern right. bees. Uh, no, my idea does not make magical obsolete, it makes him a <laughs> fucking dangerous man. But like, but like, see, like, that's the thing. Like, every time MLB just has to like over, over adjust, it's like if they would have just been like, all right, guys, can't use this fucking uh spider tech anymore, this is some weird shit. Obviously, you guys are using it for like overdoing it. But like no, they have to like go over the top and be like, no guys, we're banning everything. It's like like I'm pretty sure pitchers would be like, all right, fine, fuck it, it's fine. Can't use my spider tech, but you know, still get to use the sunscreen and rosin or yeah, whatever or, else they were using. They, but they, it's like no, it's like they went complete everything iron curtain. Yeah, yeah, it's like they dropped the bomb instead of saying, look again, the rosin and the come on, seriously, you you're allowed to have rosin, you're allowed to have sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Do not get the two of those mixed up together because it's da- like that is the dumbest. Like again, Rick 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 Sutcliffe yesterday posted something. This is what happens when you can't use sunscreen, and it was a picture of his arm. We had where he had a cancerous uh, skin cancer removed from his arm. He had an open mm-hmm. scar um, because of a lack of sunscreen. So like if, if they're gonna put, you know, I mean, sunscreen's gonna get on the baseball for anybody that sweats. Obviously, at night games, you're not gonna be need, you don't need sunscreen at night. So I can understand that. But I mean, you got to look at this. These guys are going to be playing in the summer heat and at one o'clock in the afternoon. I think they did. I think I think the initial what? reporting of that was off though, because I think they are still letting them use it during the day. That's but I think it's like at night and then like indoor stadium. You yeah, you have to let them. What are you going to tell them? Okay, you could either pitch it's, or it's <laughs> pitch and get cancer, or not pitch and not get cancer. It's like. Mm. But again, it's just like MLB, just fucking like just like it's for me it's, their own dick and just like. Can't you made it a bigger them. issue than it needed to be. For me, it showed how poorly they run it. It's, it's, it's what Kevin's been saying since the news came out. And it's since Kevin said, I've been thinking about it and it makes the most, it's the biggest pet peeve is the fucking timing. The middle of the damn season. This is why dudes like glass now are going to get hurt because they didn't have any time to prepare for this. This changes everything. No, see, that's the thing. They did, but it's because MLB never enforces shit until like right. it's like all the way. Because like they did tell them the, in the offseason. Because like I remember sharing the links and it was like, yeah. oh, MLB is going to be cracking down. But that's the thing. You can never take MLB seriously because. Right. United Nations, we're going to send you a meanly worded letter. Yeah, because they're like, oh, like, you know, guys, we're going to crack down. But it's like, you know, spring training happens. Guys were probably using all the fucking shit then. You know, first couple weeks of the season happen. You hit. You have. You know, baseball is like always. Like it's right now. Like baseball on Twitter is like all about analytics, all about the spin rates. You know, every game we're seeing like, oh, this guy's fastball is doing this. The slider's doing that. The curveball. Look at this. And we're we're seeing the numbers go up. 
that's MLB, that's MLB's face when they said we're really going to start enforcing this, guys. And then it's like nothing, nothing happens, nothing happens. And then like again, the number, the offense, the batting average is like all time low, or like the since the uh, mound was changed, and it's like oh fuck, like we guys. We we gotta do something, and then they fucking over react, and then now it's just another problem. Uh, show how major league baseball, major league baseball really doesn't seem to show that it cares much for the pitchers. Um, they're a secondary property, I think. Within the major, obviously, home runs and bat flips right now sell, and I think you're looking at a, a league that has shown that they don't care about the health of their pitchers. They don't do things like you know create like pitch counts. They create situations where you have to keep a reliever in for three consecutive at bats. Like they do certain, they change, they want to move the, the rubber back more. They want, you know, they change the seams constantly. They're doing so many different things that really affect the pitchers and, and, and their health, you know, whether it's moving the mound back a little bit or the rubber back a little bit, right. that's dangerous too, because these guys have been throwing that distance their entire life. You're going to untrain something that's been trained for decades. Like they don't, they, they, they don't seem to put a priority on safety for pitchers. Uh, and in turn, that makes it unsafe for hitters in a season where guys were getting hurt left and right already because of just the stretched out from the 60 to the 162, you have so many different factors that play into this. It shows that they're not really concerned with health of those guys. But then it, again, it becomes a health of the pitch. We saw Chris Bryant, what, three days ago, take one on the hands on a, on a sinker, a 93 mile an hour sinker that clipped him on the hands. And he was out for two, two days. He's back in the lineup today, but he had bruised. It was scary. He could have broke his hand and the guy got one in the face. I mean, it's happening. How much more is it happening? We won't know till it's over. But I would not feel comfortable digging in if they're not if that with those dry slick balls. Forget it. Yep. The <laughs> fastball run on arm side is just ridiculous right now. And, and those outcome swingers don't get out of the way of the pitches anyway. Like this makes it worse because they don't already their swing doesn't afford them the flexibility to get out of the way. That's why guys are getting hit at a higher pace. Is the swing setup and the approach warrants them getting dosed a little bit more? So now it's going to give them more say unsafe because they can't get out of the way and these balls are going to be sliding out probably more. Hopefully not. Maybe we're wrong, but it seems like logical to assume right. that it will go up. What was that all though? Oh, I was gonna say like, and like before, like I, I'm not gonna get into the whole you know, the you hit a guy and like it should be on purpose or not. But like that's why I was always kind of against it. I know Kevin, you would say you know these are professional pitchers; they can throw a ball where they want it. Like, like no, like the numbers proved it. I know you said like recently there's been like a slight uptick in hit by pitches, three percent. But but like. But when guys were obviously using more stuff, hit by pitches were like going up in the in the last five years. So it's why because they they were doing the max effort, they're doing everything to spin the ball, and it's like and the hitters no, and the hitters can't get out of the way because of their approach is doesn't warrant them having the flexibility to die. Right, right, right. No, but like and it was the whole thing it was like 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 no, these guys don't always know where the ball is going to go. Like yeah, maybe they're aiming for the guy's back. But like maybe he was gonna hit his fucking head. Like that's why I was. That's why I was always like the whole against the retaliation of hitting a guy. Because it's like no, like the numbers show the hit by pitches are just going up. The, everything that they're using, the hit by pitches are going up year by year. And it's like uh, these guys sometimes don't know where they're held at throwing the ball. Well, right. was, here's me too. I don't feel comfortable now with guys intentionally dosing. With now the substances being taken out of the equation, and now it's probably nope. worse because yeah, they're I not used don't to it now. Feel comfortable now, I would not advise one of my guys to retaliate. Now, at this point, I would say, eh, not worth it. I don't want to take somebody's eye. You know, at this yep. point, it, the the whole novelty of hitting someone in the ass now—if you don't have the command that you should have—that's 
that ass becomes kidney or worse, hands, fingers, toe, you know, things that actually matter to a baseball player as opposed to their butt cheeks with a bruise. It's you're, now you're messing. And that, that, that now makes me a lot less and almost null when it comes to retaliation. I am, and I'm fine with retaliation usually, but with no substances, not worth it. Just like it's not worth lunging at first on a base on a ground ball. Mm-hmm. It's not worth that 1% chance that you could get hurt. It's not worth it. It, just, it takes the fun out of it. It's actually killing some of the fun. All right. For some, maybe not everybody. Let's talk about baseball. I'm done with sticky balls. Well, well let's, let, I'll kick it off with this. Uh, so some people, um, AKA <laughs> no one is saying, uh, are the White Sox better without Nick Magical? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's the record without Magical, though? Look it up. Yeah. No. <laughs> Especially watching Danny Mendick boot the ball in the eighth inning <laughs> to cap off a uh, 7-2 comeback from the Rays. But – that was rough. Yes, that was rough. But yeah, the White Sox had the best record in baseball. Uh, sitting as we record this at 43 and 25 with a 632 win percentage. Good for best in the majors. Um, the low hanging fruit for trolls on the internet for a while has been White Sox are bum slayers. They don't beat good teams. Um, and then, yeah. Blue Jays came into town. White Sox took two out of three. Rays and the best record in baseball came into town. White Sox took two out of three. And so now the White Sox head into Houston for a four-game series, which to me is the biggest test out of the three. White Sox have the best home record in baseball. They can they win on the south side, which is awesome. You got to win at home. But to go into Houston, which is already a tough place to play, against an Astros team that after a slow start has come marching all the way back to a 39 and 28 record, but more importantly, a run differential plus 93 second only to the white Sox who are at one Oh seven. This is a good series. This is a really good benchmark series. My nervousness about this series is the white Sox boo-boos are going to be exposed. All these players down with injuries, this is when having, you know, like Danny Mendick in the lineup or uh, Godwin or any of these guys, like this is when it's going to get exposed that you need your superstars. Uh, side note real quick, KB got on, Javi Homer. Cubs up to nothing. Nice. Nice. Cubs are – they, well, they were on a roll. Yeah, they've well, they've, this they, is a brutal road trip. Like, this, how, was, this was basically equivalent of like your fantasy team that has like good pitching, and it's like you the margin of error just so slim, right? Um, but yeah, uh, with the so here's the thing obviously, outside perspective, now Sox fan, but looking in, even if like worst case scenario happens this weekend, and again, you're in the moment, so you're the Sox fan day by mm-hmm. day, you live in that. Well, I mean, you're not as dramatic as. Uh, other fans, um, but like, let's say worst thing happens, like you're gonna be like, oh well, that fucking sucks. But let's say, hey, socks are still fine. Like if they get swept four in a row and lose three or four, you'd be like, shit. Right. But it's like, yeah. Well, Lance- but, that, but that's not to say that's not to say like you shouldn't be or like you can't be upset or like you can't be mad that they lost. But at, like bigger picture, it's like ah, well, I mean that sucked, but it, we're fine. Right. And I mean, and I do, it is, 
important to point out they took two or three versus Tampa Bay without Yoan Mankata too. <laughs> this made me laugh. though, will know where the cameras are. They'll be fine. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, the, the pitching staff remaining healthy obviously is the most important thing. I do agree with Alex, who's in our comments, if you watch us live on Thursday night. Um, I do agree the pitching staff because that's obviously the, the heart and soul of this team right now. Um, kind of goes back to the sticky ball. I don't think anyone on the White Sox is using it, but if they are, we'll find out soon. Um, Newsflash, somebody was. I know. Impossible yeah. to not. But Carlos Rodon said nobody is. Well, yeah, no <laughs> shit. I had somebody tell me that I was – I didn't even say he did. I just was, like, alluding to maybe DeGrom use something. And they're like, his whole team came on Twitter and said he doesn't use it. I'm like, are you a rat? Would you rat out your boy? Like, I believe certain members of the Houston Astros also defended Jose Altuve. And by right. the way, that whole Mets thing, that was weird. That was like weird. It, it was like overdoing player, it. Yeah. It was like player saying, like, no, he's not 100% right. And then tag a player. And then that player would say the exact same thing. Tag yeah. a different player. It's like, um, okay. It's Lance yeah. Armstrong's UPS team coming on television uh, to say that he's right. not using steroids. That's basically what. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not, huh? One ball. No. But uh, the pitching staff is the best in Major League Baseball. So that's obviously what's keeping the White Sox afloat right now. I mean, they're hitting they're hitting well. It's just they don't hit home runs often, which, I, you know, it's fine. But their record when they someone does hit a home run is substantially better than when <laughs> someone doesn't. Um, they did catch a little break, and I hate saying this, but um, the injury bug got to the Astros on Wednesday night. Uh, arguably their best player in Bregman. It looked awfully familiar to me as a White Sox fan, and I think it's a hamstring, and he weeble wobble off. He is not in the lineup on Thursday night. Uh, they got some dude named Toro playing third base tonight. Oh, man, that's scary. <laughs> uh, Jose Altuve is probably one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. That little fuck is hitting grand slams and bombs all over the place. Um, and they still got Carlos Correa. You know, they got a good-ass team. I mean... Side note for the interruption, by the way, the Javi home run actually hit the apple. Nice. In New York. So. Oh, sick. Update. I'm sure MLB and their accounts won't play that highlight 50 billion times. Um, No-look swing. It's pretty impressive, really. <laughs> yeah, so the the biggest uh, rivalry in sports right now, not Bears-Packers, <clears throat> not Yankees-Red Sox, not North Carolina-Duke. It's hamstrings versus the White Sox. And hamstrings are winning. Uh, Adam Eaton on the, the injured list with a hamstring. Yes, sir. So I don't want to be, be crude, but that seems yeah. like an uh, I know, addition. I know. By I, I, no, what it seems like to me is uh, a, fake? a fake. Bro, you're taking two weeks off. <laughs> Your hamstring hurts. You're, you're hitting one thirty. Yeah, your ham your hamstring hurts. Trust me, everyone's <laughs> hamstring hurts on this team. People will buy it. Your hamstring hurts. Next guy, I think you know uh, you you sent the uh, the Jake Berger playing second base uh, yep. tweet. Uh, you know maybe the the next guy in danger of having a ham uh, quote unquote hamstring injury is uh, Yerman because. Yeah, Yerman's been there's. Everyone's making the joke. It, it's the not Mercedes, getting better. The Mercedes is turning into a lemon. Uh, <laughs> a Ford Pinto? Well, the thing with the Mercedes right now, yeah, we can get into Yerman. 
the thing with your Mercedes right now is he has two swings. He has that big leg kick swing that everybody loves that he hits bombs with. Like he does that. But when he gets down for, uh, with two strikes, he does the no leg kick, like flick of the wrist swing, like bink. And he, that's when he was getting mm-hmm. a lot of his base hits. It was yeah. awesome. He was all, he was putting up two strike numbers, almost as good as magical, but all of a sudden now, Yerman doesn't know what swing to use. No, no. And he's like doing like a half leg kick. So he's like ended up somewhere in the middle <laughs> of the huge leg kick and the no leg kick. He's doing like a half leg kick. Oh, and it, it was just like, uh, and he's hitting under 100. In the yeah, last, so I think last yeah. week we, we went over the main numbers. And so far in June, 41 at-bats. Slashing 146, 205, slugging 171, <laughs> OPS and, 375. And before those, we, are some, those are some pitcher numbers, right? There. As it were like John Lester, like, and before we blame the mean words Tony LaRusa said in a press conference, this was no happening. I don't think anyone's doing that. I don't think anyone's doing that. Oh, there was. Oh, trust me. Well, there was. At the I was very very yeah. toughness was not a thing. So, um, the fact is, though, he, this was April 30th, right? I mean, if you look at from what April 30th on, his numbers were on a on a massive decline. That's about when the league figured him out. And we talked about it on the show. He doesn't strike me as a guy that is in the weight room constantly and doing the extra. Just look at his body. He doesn't strike me as someone that's been a um, a player that has. I mean, he's a, an older rookie. Why? What what has kept him? Out of the league, yeah, and I think I, difference and so and and stubbornness might be of those things. I thought Tony Larusa had some really nice words to say about him. Even talked about a smile, but nope. it did it come down? It comes down to him adapting and adjusting to the league. And will he adjust, or will he just keep banging his head against the wall? And that was the concern I think that I've, I we've talked about on this show. That will he adjust when the, even when he was hot? We talked about it. Will he adjust when the league does figure him out? Will he evolve? And right now, it doesn't seem like he's currently evolving. But maybe a little bit of push in the media with a little bit of the Tony La Russa comment and all that stuff, um, you know, maybe that'll push him into that extra. You know, you don't, you never know. It's up to the player though in this case to adapt and adjust, and it doesn't seem like he's doing it right now. No, and I think it was kind of telling in when Tony La Russa was saying that stuff about him pregame on Thursday night. He said, you know, like you could tell something's bothering you, and he's smiling, but it's not the same big smile that we all have gotten used to blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I told him tonight when he goes out there to watch Altuve hit, watch some of these other veteran guys on Houston hit. When they go out there, they're not trying to put every ball on top of the train tracks. They're spraying all fields. They're hitting gaps. They're doing this. He's like, unfortunately, some of these young guys like Yerman, he was alluding to Yerman, are going to go take their BP and they're going to try to put everything on the screws and put it over the tracks like Pujols. And it's just like, that actually makes sense. I mean, it's just like Kevin. Kevin alluded to it, like the age. And it's like you know, you know, the Cubs have like Patrick Wisdom, who's like, what is he like, thirty or something, or whatever his age is. And it's like you know, there's there's a reason why these guys like haven't had the chance until like now, like a bigger opportunity. And it's like you love the hot streak, but it's like there is probably a reason why you know a guy hasn't gotten that chance right. until now. So Alex has a really good point in the chat too. Yeah, no, I was I was just gonna say our recent. Our, not our recent, our resident fact checker, Alex, uh, sent me the splits of Yerman versus right hand pitcher. Now, keep in mind, as I read you this line, although I know, Kevin, you already saw it, but the slugging percentage on this line 
is inflated by about 40% because of that booty ass home run he hit off of the turtle in Minnesota. You know, I, I mean, so I remember he, when he was going hot, it was just like a yep. lot of singles, a lot here, of the two strike hits. You know? Here is the slash line 108 plate appearances, shout out 108, 25% strikeout rate, batting 144 with an OBP of 222 with a slugging percentage of 186 with an OPS of 408, mm. a WRC of three, a WRC plus of 21. Ooh. Never should be in a lineup versus a right-handed pitcher again. Yeah, not I, good. <laughs> I'm now. I'm sure uh, Alex or someone in the chat will tell me if I'm wrong. Thank you, Alex, for sending that. But I'm pretty sure Yerman is on one of those deals where he can. They can just keep moving him up and down and all around. I you know, think, with, yeah, no, he has to be. Yeah. He has to have options. I mean, this is his yeah. He, he has to be. Um, I think we're getting really, really close to the time where it's go to Charlotte, hit the bouncy ball, figure it out, get your confidence back, come on back. We'll get you later if, if you earn it. Because there's some guys down in Charlotte that why not give them a shot? I, I mean, mean, all they got to do, yeah, all they got to do is DH. It's not like Yerman's out there fucking playing third or anything like that. Right. We have to be, have to be honest there here too, though. Yesterday was a, a really good day for Andrew Vaughn, but Vaughn hasn't been breaking a lot of windows as of late against righties. As not well. against righties. And He's so that's crushing it. Against lefties. Yeah, killing it. And he's, I mean, yesterday put him in the three spot. Obviously, paid three for four, drove a couple runs, jacked, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's a conversation that has to be made. I thought that yesterday, actually, I thought that we, we had the debate a little bit about why they didn't bring in um, Hendricks in that situation for an extended save outing as well. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing, you're seeing how Tony LaRusa is manipulating or at least adjusting everything based on some of these limitations. So whether it's Vaughn struggling or or Mercedes, you know, you don't want to give up on anybody. You don't want that could kill his psyche more than saying that he's a clueless rookie. You know what I mean? Right. Is 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 the send down going to be worth it? Is it going to destroy him? You got to ask your question. You know, those questions. Can he handle it? And if he can, then great. But if we're gonna, you know, it that's that's crushing to a guy that came out and was like the story of the season for the first month and a half. That's a really that's a it's going to be a really they have to do it in a good way. They have to do it right. If they do it wrong, it could destroy the kid's career permanently. It could be the end. If mm-hmm. they do it, it really correct. makes you. Th- it really makes you think. If like there were no, like just take away one of the major injuries, like take away either Eloy or Luis Robert, like Mercedes is probably like like gone like a couple weeks ago, or like back in the minors because yes. like the only reason he's in there is because like they need that other like DH guy mm-hmm. because Vaughn has to play left field. But like, and, if it wasn't for that, like, right? But the chap, yeah. The, the chap brings up a great point. Jake Lamb has one hundred percent earned those at bats versus right-handed pitchers. Yep, he should be in that spot instead of Yerman. I think they've given Yerman enough chances where it's it's time to go to Charlotte, bud. You got to go figure that out. But you're not going to do that up here. Like the same thing that the plan was, or I mean, I think the plan was like uh, for Angle and Eaton to split in right field. Like mm-hmm. that should be the uh, as long as Mercedes is still like on the roster. If he's if you're going to start him, it can't be against righties. Right. Yep. And I mean, I know you mentioned it earlier, but a, people are making a lot of commotion about Jake Berger starting at second base all of a sudden in Charlotte. It's interesting. The, I mean, I it's not. It's it's not nothing. It's not nothing. And not? I mean, they. 
who else did they? I mean, well, they had like Vaughn last year in the outfield, like in the whatever their summer or their alternate site. Yeah. And it's like, and I was going to say, like, with all the shifting nowadays, now I don't know how much the White Sox like shift in the infield. Not uh, a lot. Well, I was going to say, like, if they do a lot, like, you know, a lot of times you can cover for a guy. Because, like, when the Braves, or when the Braves, when the Brewers had, uh, what's his name, like, Travis Shaw playing second base, a guy who had, like, never played outside of, like, the corner spots. Like, mm-hmm. they hit him perfectly with their shifts, like, where, like, he would barely have to field the ball. Yep. Um, like, you can hide guys by shifting, but, like, you know, that's a guy coming from, like, not one but two Achilles injuries, a guy who, out of, out of like, the draft was just, like, no, he's, like, a DH third base guy. To, mm-hmm. like, oh, put him at second? Interesting, at least. Um, I saw someone say that Jake Berger could be. Oh, yes, but by the I was Mustakis, not Travis Shaw. Who I was thinking. Well, of. Jake Berger can be uh, the new Max Muncy. Ah, oh, fuck! If he's that, Sox are like definitely going to win a World Series title. Max yeah. Muncy went from like garbage, nothing with the Orioles to just being fucking all star with the. So Dodgers. right now, Big Jake is in 125 at bats. He's got seven home runs, 24 RBIs with a. 264, 306, 826, slash. I mean, it's it's decent. It's good. You know, it's fine. I, th- I think at this point, like, you're just looking to just get average at second base. Just that's all you need. Because yeah. you still you still have TA, you still have a Bray, you still have Mankata coming back. You still have the best record in baseball. It's not like this team is struggling right now. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, it's like- and then you're going to have, like, I mean, by all, like, the looks of it, Eloy's going to come back like either in late July or August. So mm-hmm. just, you know, hang around. And that's, I mean, I know we talked about it last week with like making moves, but like, I can't. It's a good thing that the Sox keep winning, but like also, is that going to make the front office be like, ah, we can just hold tight? I don't know. Right. They're really well, their position of power when it comes to negotiations, that's for sure. I mean, what what can Han really say other than yeah, we're kind of at goosed right now. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, Bennett, Carol, and a couple people have mentioned, like, the joke's already starting. Like, I could see into the future, and I could already see Rick Hahn's press conference going, well, you know, getting Aloy back and getting Robert back here in a couple weeks is more than a better than any trade we could have made at the deadline. And you'd be naive to think that that couldn't happen. It totally could happen. You know what I mean? And no, he's definitely gonna save it. Like if oh, they don't make point, right, if they don't make like a huge splat, like it's just like a like a you know another depth. They have guy. to, but they gotta make a move, man. They gotta. No, they, no, they definitely they do. They do. They need another outfielder because uh, I know Brian Goodwin had like you know first couple games had that had that home run, but you you can't realistically go out there the next like couple months and be like, no, we're good with uh, Brian Goodwin, Adam Angle. And you know Andrew Vaughn struggling against righties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need another outfielder. You just need another bat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go get Frazier. Go get one of the Martes. Go get Starling. Escobar's been a name, dude. The Diamondbacks are so bad. Oh, they just set the record: twenty-three set- in a row against road teams on the road. Or on they've the road, lo- they've lost twenty-three games in a row on the road. Like. <laughs> Pick your favorite, pick your favorite player on the Diamondbacks, and just be like, "Hey, uh, we'll give you this dude, please." Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let me look at the Diamondbacks. I don't even know who outside of Marte is. There anyone else on that team? 
Escobar, I mean Peralta, but he's kind of he cooled off last mm-hmm. couple weeks in June, basically. Um, that guy you picked up, who I had a little bit in fantasy, uh, Rojas, but I think he's like young enough where like they don't want to trade him. I think I don't know. I don't know his contract situation. I'm pulling them up right now. Hold on but I mean, they have some like decent hitters. Just like they just are like a circus out there. I don't. <laughs> every time. Yesterday. Every time you see a highlight, it's just like them putting the ball. Did you see the play yesterday? Mm-hmm. The yeah. Pirates one or the no. Orioles one? The, the was that the well, Orioles? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the Orioles. Sorry, I thought that was the Diamondbacks for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that was no, it was the yeah. Orioles. So again, Alex in the chat, Escobar, Starling, Marte, and a reliever, and you're golden. You don't even need to subtract from the current MLB roster. If that's the case, let's go. Like I don't, I don't understand what the holdup is. Escobar, if Escobar came out to the White Sox right now with his 15 home runs, he would be the the team leader in home runs right now. Escobar has in 265 at bats, 15 homers, 44 RBIs, kind of strikes out a lot. Mm, welcome to the South Side. Uh, 245 average, 295 OBP, 468 slugging, 763 OPS, and he's carrying a a positive, which is rare on this team, a positive one-one war right now. Who is it, Escobar? Yeah, and Escobar can play any position in the. I infield. mean, there you go. That's. I'm good with Escobar. When I saw that rumor, I again, I don't fuck with parody accounts. I don't fuck with food accounts. Whatever. <laughs> I don't. But when I saw that name, it got the wheels turning a little bit, and I was like, you know what? That would be a perfect fit. It really would. He, I think he's like 31, 32. He's been around forever, it feels like. Can play any position in the infield. So, you obviously, he'd play second base. Works for me, man. Good glove. 15 bombs. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm again, I know, guys, you know, Danny Bendick having some couple good games, but it's like long-term, like you, you need an upgrade. Right. And on a positive note for the White Sox, as they kind of figure this out, they've got the Pirates after this after the Houston series, which is obviously yeah. a very good series. The Pirates, the Mariners, the last place Twins, or whatever they're at. Uh, twins are fucking awful. Twins are so bad. Uh, and That's then awesome. you know you go from that, you go from the Twins, and you get the Tigers, and then the Twins again, and then the Jeez. Orioles. Right. The you guys break. are gonna have the division wrapped up by the All Star break. Into the thick of it, yeah, literally. You're going to be rolling into the All-Star game probably having lost yeah. maybe two games in the next three weeks. Good. Uh, just uh, for those of you watching us live on Thursday night, the Yankees just turned a triple play on the Blue Jays. Oh, wow. Bad base running. I'll just put it that way. Hmm. Shocking again. Yep. Into the thick of it. Damn it. All um, right. <laughs> ooh. It's like a splinter in your brain. The uh, – White Sox Twitter fan favorite Tyler Osick just hit a nice oppo bomb for the dash. I'm I didn't think I'd have to do this this year. I oh White Sox Twitter, they he's like they love him. I don't All right. He's just like a short little white dude. I don't know, he's kind of stocky. Just hit a nice oppo bomb, but I didn't think I would have to do this this year. I didn't think I would have to be setting alerts on for Charlotte Knights and <laughs> Oh, this Winston Salem Dash. Don't get me wrong, great programs. Love Birmingham. Shout out to their GM who's actually come on to the show. But as I think that was before you, Fids. Damn, that was a long time ago. I still yeah, that was DM, before me. I still DM the guy. 
That guy's awesome. Oh, that was the other show. Um, yeah. Anyways. Shout out. Shout out. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but who that bitch over there? Now I'm uh, I'm I'm following along the farm again. Well, I mean, the good news is that you guys are like, you know, guys just keep winning. Yes. So, I 100%. mean, it's not, it's not like you're looking at the minor leagues and being like, cool the fuck you come up and hit because we got nothing. Yep. I mean, at least you guys still get it done. The that's true. fucking fantastic. I'm, and my stance on the trade deadline has not moved. It's you're not touching anyone on the MLB roster, but the farm's open. And I think the thinking is always like, like yes, even if guys are like performing right now, it can't hurt to add guys. That, right. That's not going to hurt you. That it's like, okay, if that guy doesn't work out, you can go back to you know Danny Mendick, Brian Goodwin, whatever. But it's so, like, hey, if you get an Escobar, it's like, yeah, you're you're getting an upgrade long mm-hmm. like long term. And then two other things that I was thinking about. One, for some weird reason, White Sox fans are like, there's no way Jerry would buy out Adam Eaton's contract. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. It's only like seven million, and I know and just like dump him. Yeah, and just caught him to open up a roster spot. You gotta remember, man. You're getting Eloy back, Kovic back. Hopefully, Luis Robert back. You're getting. You got to make some room. It's room. You gotta make some room. Clear out that Airbnb for the guys that are actually gonna live at the house as opposed to just rent the house. German and Mendic can be sent down. So there's two. Mm-hmm. Good win when Eloy comes back or when both outfielders come right, back. Right, because they'll keep Billy Hamilton on the team because, again, as I said a million times, he still serves a purpose on an MLB roster. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is there a history of him just eating, uh, buying out the deals? He will. He's done it. Uh, shit, I put a bunch of names that he's done it for lately. But I'm just saying, like, if – Adam Eaton still is complete booty like he's been <laughs> the last month or so. And Godwin or some one of these guys is keep playing at a high level. Well, haven't the Sox done this lately where they, they'll trade like international money and then like a guy to dump his salary? Yeah, they do. They've done that. Yeah, I remember yeah. they've been doing that recently. G-Shack last season. Yeah. I mean, this is something – they'll do it. And, again, if they can keep Goodwin on or Godwin on – Okay, wait. Is it Goodwin or Godwin? I keep going Goodwin. back and forth. It's Goodwin, isn't it? Or it's is Goodwin, it Godwin, right? Yeah. I thought it was Godwin. You guys got me all fucked up. Goodwin. I thought it was Goodwin. White socks. I thought it was. I thought it was Godwin, but I don't know. Oh, it's Goodwin. It's Goodwin. Okay. It is Goodwin. I'm Brian. Brian. Bright, bright guy. Yeah, Goodwin. But um, and it's walk God. Or yep. <laughs> Oh, I just saw the triple play uh, against the Blue Jays. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, bad, <laughs> Kevin, bad Kevin, you gotta you gotta do uh, those videos, the instructional videos. Just oh, open God. up uh, your own business. Yep. Just doing that. Jeez, the I fundamentals. Know. I need Fred McGriff to pretend like he actually did the drills. <laughs> yeah, I, I was definitely that nice hat. That just dude. That's like finding out that like Santa Claus is not real, or that Fred McGriff didn't actually have anything to do with nope. baseball worlds. Back to back to back. But I mean, I guess to put a ball on it, though, that's where I'm at, though. Buy out Adam Eaton to make room. Farms open. Tell me who you need to make the deal for the player that I want, especially if it's like Frazier or something. I'm calling Pittsburgh and just being like, you're a fucking embarrassing team. Give me this kid. Who do you want? What do we got to do to do it? Oh I'm good with it. I really – and to oh. be – 
I'm watching the triple play. I, I am, I am disgusted right now. I knew you. I knew you would be. Uh, trail runner, just get to your damn bag. Don't create. Um, take the twins and shut up. Like, oh my gosh, twins. I will is say, guys on a base at the same time. The more that I'm learning about and just watching, go. I'm rooting for Goodwin, dude. I'd rather have Goodwin than Eaton. I mean, enemy is just bad. Adam Eaton, well, one, Adam Eaton's just bad. But good one's a great story. He was even drafted by the White Sox, but decided to go to North Carolina instead. He was a first-round pick by the Nationals. Then, like, he was, like, labeled a boss, but he kept going at it and working. I mean, the talent's always been there for him. Like, And Anderson and him won, too. That was working out. I understand why you're not doing it in the Houston series, but, I mean, you'd see – what Anderson hit a double, then Goodwin hit a double, but like, no, you're not trading Garrett Crochet. Stop. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what's in the car, uh, Frazier. No, that's why you say MLB's closed. My farm is open. <laughs> Go ahead. Because Garrett Crochet, all right. You want to know why you don't trade Garrett Crochet? We might as well talk about this too, because it's been all over White Sox Twitter. You know why? Watch a fucking Toronto Blue Jays game. That's why you don't trade Garrett Crochet. Also, Garrett Crochet is probably going to be a starter within the next two to three years. You don't but, trade Garrett Crochet so you don't hit into triple play? I'm confused. I was watching no, the Blue Jays <laughs> put up tons of runs, and then when they get to their bullpen, they blow it. That bullpen is brutal to watch. And Garrett Crochet is a young arm. No, I'm not trading Garrett Crochet. I know that's been a, a fun little debate. On White Sox Twitter, unless it's like a top two tier player, and I'm talking about like the Mike Trouts and Aaron Judges and shit like that, I'm not trading Garrett Crochet. And then, I mean, obviously, if he's going to be in the rotation, you know, or looking at the White Sox rotation, mm-hmm. if they don't resign Lance Lynn, oh, uh, you know, Keichel is going to be in his last. Year of his deal next year. I don't. There's, I think they're going to re-sign Lynn, and the Rodon's gone because Rodon's going to demand more money. Mm-hmm, then there's like Rodon. Uh, you know the whole. What are they going to do with Giolito? Right. I mean, you don't get. I mean, I guess no. Giolito says like three years. Still, I, I don't trade Garrett Crochet unless it's top tier guy. That's it. You don't want Tyler Chatwood from the Blue Jays? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that bullpen's been brutal. But the Cubs are even. Uh, and by the way, that, that bullpen struggle is exactly why Tony Larusa was allowing. Um, what's his name? Is Burr? Uh, well, he well it was Marshall. Marshall, he and then he, yeah. And he brought Burr in for the high leverage. Oh, Burr is killing it. By the way, but go ahead. Sorry, he's getting these guys high leverage moments so they can get some experience. And it's dog days of summer. This is the perfect time to do it. And of course, Hendricks had thrown twenty two pitches the previous night. You know, I, I think a lot of people were upset that he wasn't brought in to close out that bottom half of the eighth and do an extended outing. He's not a video game avatar, guys. He's, right. He needs to rest. And he would have been shut down until Saturday in Houston. So yep. you have your guy today. You know, you I have the bigger part with that, with that the whole bullpen. Is just like, it was seven to two. It's a, you know, Cody Hewer. I think yeah. can he, like, give up? he's been besides Hendricks. Like, they have to. Has like, Cody Hewer been kind of. Uh? Yeah, Hewer's missing his spots. He's still got stuff, but he's just not locating. And that's, again, Reason number three B why you don't trade Garrett Crochet is because 
for as much as people bitch about this bullpen, why would you trade one of your best pieces? I also think that, uh, you know, one of the things that really saved the bullpen early in the season, you know, when a couple of guys weren't as sharp and, you know, he's been out obviously for a few weeks now is when Kopech comes back, like, you know, you can count on like two to three innings from him, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of times a week. Cause he was right. just fucking fantastic. Well, and I said that yesterday too, in like a game like yesterday, instead of Cody Hoare, you bring in Michael Kopech for that inning. Mm-hmm. That's not a close game. Yeah, Corey who is struggling, and again, I don't trade Garrett Crochet unless it's a top tier guy. But that's it. I mean, I'm very, very excited for this White Sox series versus the Astros. I was very excited for the one against Tampa, even though Lance Lynn uh, kind of poo pooed on me a little bit when he's like, <laughs> "It's June, no one gives a fuck." It's like no, but see, that's the thing, and I think Kevin talked about it a few weeks ago, where it's like you know, like the probably most players like kind of have that mentality where it's like, I mean, yeah. Oh, who are we playing? It's like, okay. But like, you know, I have fans. Obviously we're going to fucking go insane. We watch this shit every day. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, and, and like I, I was saying earlier, like, you know, if they play bad or like lose the series, you know, get swept, whatever. It's like, yeah, you know, you're going to be mad, but like, you can also, you know, two things can be right. You can be mad at each individual game, mm-hmm. but then you can also like step back, like at the bigger picture. It's like, well, I mean, what the fuck did we expect? We're down like a third of our lineup facing like one of the best teams in the league. Probably mm-hmm. wasn't going to go that great. Right. And I mean. But I get it. You should be excited. Yeah. Another good series should come up. I'm yeah. excited Lance Lynn might win a Cy Young because he's a fucking animal. He's but, a, yeah, every time he, every time. What did he, what was he cussing out? What was he? Because uh, he, he was thinking or he was saying that guys were trying to get catcher's interference, I think. Oh, the catcher's interference. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, like, I love it. I, you yeah. know what? He's that guy that's, you know, when we talk about it, you want a half a prick on the mound always. Oh, he's okay. a full prick. <laughs> you know, he's full. Boy. He's full half disease. He goes full. Self-admittedly. Prick. I'll take it, man. You, you know what? Is anybody going to really mess with that guy? Nope. Nope. Who wants any? You want some? Come on! Like that's it's even though he'd probably fight. get smoked in a fight. Like if one of these like good athletic guys actually try to fight him, Lynn's got like m- punch, maybe punch and a half before he's sucking air, and these dudes are just beating the shit out of him. So you're thinking it's more like a like a um, a Keith Hackney versus the giant 600 pound uh, sumo guy in, in UFC one. Right. And yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And just <laughs> but if Lance lands that punch, Chicago, you're, you're sleeping. You're sleeping. But He's got that one punch. Oh, boy. Chuck Garfine just pulled out a garbage can on the White Sox pregame show. Oh, he's just he's, he's taking the low-hanging fruit, is he? Yeah, Chuck does that. Chuck be See, doing that. That would be better, though, because, like, those guys aren't traveling. I need him at Minute Maid or wherever the hell it's called now. I need mm-hmm. him, like, behind the Houston dugout and doing that shit. You need someone, like, with, like, a GoPro doing, like, an expose sneaking through the annals of Minute Maid Park. Like, this would be a great place to place a garbage can. Like, playing like almost like ghost. They need to have the what do they call it? the Jesse White uh, the bucket guys? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the bucket For boys. Them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would actually be hilarious when yes. Houston comes to Chicago. Yes. Someone, let's do put together a GoFundMe to buy the bucket boys. I think there's like four or five of them front row tickets behind the Houston's dugout. Yeah. For the, they don't even need to bring the buckets. They can just bring in their sticks and play on that the top of the hilarious. dugout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be stomp on top of the dugout, dude. <laughs> this in. might 
we need Barstool to get on this. That's something they would do, and they actually get the they'll get people to uh, fund it. Yeah, we'll That's just great. we'll just hire some random dude off the street to do it. Get so the like, Jesse hey, White tumblers in there. Get the Jesse White tumblers in there. And start doing holy shit. That'd be hilarious. I'd go to that game. I'd watch for, it. Oh, dude, that, I would, mean, make that me, would be hilarious. That would make that would be that would make national news, and that's so incredibly south side to do that. Oh, I would love that. If it does happen, remember it was on this show first. Yes, we have we have again fixing baseball. Yeah, fixing baseball one or show the, at a time. One of those episodes where we really just cure the game of its ill. I'm pretty sure I fix it with just get the super balls back and let the pitchers use shit. I mean, I like, think with the highlight balls would be great. I think basically, be- yeah. I mean, basically, you are switching the game from simulation to arcade mode, and it's like, <laughs> fuck it, let's go. I mean, they might as well put like light trails on the back of the ball now and all that shit. Like, <laughs> I will be slugfest time. Yeah, dance off, dance off, or tie goes to the runner. Is this still in play? Yeah, just the just just allow guys uh, to like swat the ball out of pitcher's hand. Oh, what game was that? MLB Slugfest. Oh my god! I that with the bats on fire. If that was you, could, if you could play Slugfest with your friend and not get into a fight, you are the most <laughs> patient person in the world. When you're sitting there and you're tagging a dude, and like a Rod just slugs you and knocks the ball, and you're just like motherfucker. No, oh. the best thing is that is like you get a single, you just keep running because yeah. like you're on fire because then you can just like barrel into the guy yeah. and then you get in a home run. That's like, uh, I, so this might be a little closer to your group, although you probably weren't alive. Our rivals? Uh, no, Baseball Simulator 2000 or 3000 or whatever. Yeah, it was. I remember that one. Shortstop, and it would carry him all the way to the fence. You basically would kill him. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> shot one through his chest. Uh, nope. that, that was my version of that. I mean, basically, it still was the best. Um, so before we go over the Cubs, I'd like to pause here to remind everybody that the show is brought to you by us. Go buy some merch or support the show. The link is pinned at the top of our Twitter at Pinwheels Ivy Pod. So the Cubs were cruising, dude. Was that five games in a row against good teams too? Padres and Cardinals sweep sweep the Cardinals, which is always a good thing. Uh, only to run into the buzzsaw that is the Nine Mets, my favorite squadron, and lose three in a row. I don't know what the score is right now, but it's still up two zero. Okay, there you go. But I don't know. You guys good or what? So what's happening is you know when we're looking at the June schedule. Yeah, we're into the part where every fucking team that they're facing now is like really good at pitching. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember this. I remember this episode. Yes. So they so like the first game. uh, Who was it? It was uh, Taiwan. No, what was the first game? I can't even fucking remember. But like Taiwan Walker struck out twelve. Just look great, and he's been great all season long for them. Uh, obviously, Jacob DeGrom had he probably could have pitched a perfect game if he didn't have that whatever he felt in his shoulder. Um, and then the Cubs just got down, and they and the problem that we're getting now is like as great as their bullpen has been, like that they, they just have no depth in the rotation, so they had to bring up Robert Stock, and he's not a starter, but he made some like emergency starts at triple a. Is that the guy that throws a million miles an hour? Yeah. And then like, I was, I mean, my expect, I've never seen him face before, but like my expectations for him were like too high. Cause he was just walking everybody. And he really, he had like a couple strikeouts, but like his stuff really wasn't like, Oh guys can't like hit it. Like he was hit. He was getting hit kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And then six, like, 
I think. Six free. Yeah, no, I think he walked five or six, hit a guy. Yeah, no, he wasn't. That was tough. That was tough. But then he was also overextended because the Cubs have been overextending everyone in their bullpen. Uh, and then after this, they have to face the Marlins. And, you know, the Marlins might not have a good offense, but they can Sneaky good pitch. Pitching. They can pitch. At least in Cleveland, you don't see Bieber because he hurt. Look at this yeah, Cubs we this- schedule. We talked about this, too. This travel schedule is brutal. Yeah. At, at home versus the Padres. No day off at San Francisco. At Padres. A day off. Home versus Cardinals. No day off. At Mets. Back home on Friday, no day off. Marlins, Indians, day off. Back to the West Coast. And then Sunday night, they play the night game against the Dodgers, and then they immediately have no days off, travel to Milwaukee for a That's a brutal flip. That's a brutal flip. The night game in L.A. on Sunday to a night game in Milwaukee on Monday is a brutal flip. This is is the stretch show that I I was dreading. Right. Miami, Cleveland, L.A. for four. The Brewers and then the Reds, who have been hot lately. I mean, your probables. Well, too, your so. probables for the LA series are Walker Bueller, uh, Gonsolin, Urias, and then Kershaw. <laughs> Kershaw like, doesn't scare me as much anymore. Right, but I've been on a more consistent basis this year, he's been okay. He's definitely not not the not the the juggernaut he used to be. But yeah, I mean, you got but Lopez, good. Garrett, Rogers for Miami, Savali. And then, that Rogers guy is like one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yep. And then Savali, and then I'm guessing that would have been Bueller because it's blank right now. Mm-hmm. And then the and then like coupled with that is like the Cubs offense in June has been rough. <laughs> um they scored three runs or less in the what the last four games, five games? Yeah, and then, like that's just again good pitching, but also the lineup. You know how we're talking about like, hey, finally the lineup is diverse. We have guys who can make contact. It's not all about home runs, but then Matt Duffy went on the IL, and then Nico Horner went on the IL, and then we have to be stuck with fucking garbage Eric Sogard who can't actually hit. <laughs> so, and then you know Patrick Wisdom again. I'm saying it. I fucking love it. He had like a home run against the Mets the other day, but like that's kind of all he does. Uh, <laughs> I like, like how that, I thought he had a really good bat uh, at bat yesterday against Degrom. He no, he's been he's been good. Uh, but then it's like there's just not enough, and like Baez was he had a pretty rough couple weeks before the thumb, and then when he came back from the thumb, he's been striking out a whole bunch. Um, besides, you know, the home run on Thursday, but uh, you know, KB as great as he's been, even he, like the one of the reasons the Cubs are like doing we're we're doing so good on offense, like you can count on Chris Bryant like fucking having games, and like even when he dips a little, that brings the entire lineup down. And um, said, this Met series, Chris had his first at bat, and then he didn't got got on base. Oh yeah, and then he got fucking hit in the hand. <laughs> Played today's his first day. What does he do? With his first so, at bat singles, and then scores on a hobby homer. Done. Like, and then changes everything. You know, Rizzo has been hot lately. A little power surge from him, so that's been good to see. But like overall, the offense has been kind of hard to watch, and it's not going to get any easier. And I just hope they can like hang on here because I don't want to see. Oh. <laughs> Zo, 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 Zo. We've been talking. We've been talking about the trade deadline. <laughs> There's no. What do the Cubs need? Starting pitching. There's no starting pitching help. <laughs> that you There's know. No of. One, There's no one out there. That you know of. 
Well, that we know. No, there's no. There's like that guy from the Texas Rangers, Kyle Gibson, I think. We'll just start garbage picking, dude. Just start <laughs> no. looking at teams that blow. Like, do you want someone on the Diamondbacks? You they have no. The, you want someone on the Pirates? We're gonna head over to pay less shoes because we can't find any night. Yeah. No, so, so, okay, you mentioned the Pirates. The best, like, tradable guy that the Pirates would trade is, like, Tyler Anderson, who has, like, a 4.6 ERA. I would love to have Tyler Anderson, (laughs) Chicago Cubs, next to Chris Bryant. And then, oh, and then, Zoe, you know what the other problem is? Like, I'm in Shreve. What? You know what the other problem is with trying to get starting pitchers? All these guys have just been told you can't do what you've been doing your whole career. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That that too. If they're going to be good or not. That too. What up, Matty Mitch? Hit them straight, bud. Um, Uh, Well, no, look at the twins are are trash. Go get Barreros or something. Well, that's the thing. The Cubs aren't going to give away the prospects needed to get Barreros. Go, I mean, the Twins got pitching options for you. They just all suck this year out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's like that's and then like we have the whole fucking ownership. They're not going to want to spend. Uh, we well, we already have <laughs> we already have the we already have the bullshit from Tom Ricketts of like, oh, Jed Hoyer. You know, it's all up to him. You know, he can he can do whatever he wants. Literally, literally, what was it in the off season in November, December, when John Lester signed with the Nationals. What was the fucking line from the team? Oh, we just didn't have the money for it. They didn't have $2 million to give John Lester. Like, that wasn't on Jed Hoyer. That was on the fucking ownership. I just fucking... There, there you go. Right now. So many mixed messages out in the public right now. You're getting the Crane Kinney. You're getting the Ricketts. You're getting you're getting the Jed Hoyer. They're gaslighting the shit out of the Cubs fan base. Because you, uh, all three you, messages are 100% in conflict with each other. Like, none of them actually match up. At all, because I mean, of everyone, Jed's the one throwing cold water on everything. The, the owners are like, "Oh yeah, Rick, for like, yeah, we yeah, got." Why do you think he's doing that, Kevin? Because he knows there's no fucking money. Yep. <laughs> he knows he's winning the game. They are the worst human beings ever. Um, and that's oh my god. The fans to try and give us some hope because again, buying tickets, buying stuff. Take a take a hundred dollar jerseys. Jeez. Take a page out of Rick Hans' playbook. Berrios is Javi's brother-in-law. I mean, that's probably a selling point. Like, hey, you guys can chill for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And guys, look, there's teams like the This is the Pirates. We talked about this too. And Jason and Shreve being on the Pirates, they, they basically loaded up on a bunch of minor league contracts and hoped that guys pan out. <laughs> Anderson's panning out. Some of those guys are panning out. They sign these people specifically because they're going to use them as flip and trade bait. That's, I mean, it, they, they threw enough lawn darts and they played some service time stuff with Shreve. So, like, Shreve, I think his contract extends now because it was a minor league deal. I think it extends into 2021 now or 2022 because they kept him down for a specific length. They, they It was like just beyond his opt out date or whatever. He was trying to explain it to me again. There's so much other types of manipulation that these guys can do that make these contracts more valuable and palatable for a trade. Mm-hmm. And the pirates want to load up on as many prospects as possible. So I'll see it like a Shreve traded. He will help any team that gets him. Anderson, I think has one of the best pick moves in baseball, by the way, it's fantastic. He pretty much box every time. It's great. He would be a guy that, 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 that can get it done. Like, those are good, but that's what they're doing. They're, they, they literally loaded up on a bunch of that's what I'm you know, saying. rolls of dice, and that's their whole thing is they, they are a fish barrel to go get your, your fish from. Like, they're literally like, we're the market. Take it. That's what. what that's exactly what I'm saying, why the White Sox just need to call Pittsburgh and be like, <laughs> what prospects do you want? You're not getting Garrett Crochet. We want Reynolds, Frazier, and throwing Chase and Surrey. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you understand how awesome that would be if Chasen was that'd be sick, dude. Oh, shout out Chasen. You got uh didn't they name the field after him? 
Yes. Uh, well, we haven't done the ceremony yet, but yeah. There, no, uh, he, he tweeted or he IG'd it or whatever you call it. Posted it on Instagram. There you go. Yeah, that was, I sent him. Yeah, he texted me asking for those pictures. Today. I had to send him those pictures. I'm like, what are, what are, what are you doing now? Mm-hmm. The ceremony's not to like you get done. It's going to be like in the fall. when they It's called it. so it's called the Chris Bryant Field. Yes, Chris Bryant Field, Chase and Shreve Park. And then the yeah. bullpens are the Shreve bullpens. Nice. It's great. Um, they actually also named a part of the field after me. So my picture hangs right in front of the porta potty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I was going to say, we're going to name shack. the dugouts after you. It's the shit shack fiddler. <laughs> so it's named after me. So when you're taking a dump, think of fiddler. Um, it's an emergency. I've actually hid in that. That no shit. We got attacked by bees. A swarm of bees. All the dudes ran like to their cars. I ran right into the porta potty. I'm like, it's fucking 120 degrees out. There's a swarm of bees, and you could hear them hitting the the porta potty. Like, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh god. Like happens here in Vegas. Sorry, swarms of bees. Welcome to the desert. But that was a that's my porta potty now. It saved my life. I could have been dead, but instead I didn't even have to piss myself because I had a place to pee. So. But yeah, no, that's pretty cool that they're named it. Uh, and they named it for Chris, obviously. I mean, Chris being the, he got the larger caps. I told Jason he should not stand for that kind of slander. It's in, mm-hmm. Chris Bryant's in larger letter, letters, but it's a really cool thing to see those guys get that honor. And it'll be in the, in the fall. But Shreve's been carving. Like he's been doing so well. He's going to make it. Uh, he's he's been doing well. And he's a veteran down the stretch. He's pitched the Yankees during a stretch run when they went to, they won the World Series. Yep. He just wasn't on the postseason roster, unfortunately. Like, again, because Joe Girardi's a dick cheese, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> And for the comments, I know I'm underrating Brian Reynolds. I know he's having a great season. The Pirates are fucking trash. I don't think they're going to keep guys like that. Like Kevin said, they're just, they want cheap. They want money right now. They can keep Brian Reynolds and try to run up the price, but that's just suffocating a guy's career. I think Reynolds is actually one of the guys they'll keep as a, as a projectable guy. As I get that. And I, I'm, Wishful thinking. I, I understand Adam Frazier is the way more gettable piece, but oh, by the way, did you see that? Who who actually speaking of Frazier, who liked and complimented Jason's picture on Instagram? Yeah. Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier. <laughs> that's funny. I was like, oh, look, that's sorry, guy. We mentioned you on our podcast last week when I met this guy, Adam. Yep. Um, <laughs> the name name screw up show. Since you and I screwed about eighty five names that night. Last week. Tell you what, those in the chat particularly Alex that are so eager to trade Garrett Crochet. If I see you one time complain about the White Sox bullpen for the rest of the season, I am going to rain hellfire down. You have to take all these screenshots though. I know. Take a screenshot of the chat. You do not. (laughs) Be like, you know who could have helped out in this high leverage situation, the eighth inning? Yeah. Garrett Crochet. Crochet. Oh, (laughs) this team's got three lefties coming up. Hmm. Really wish I had Garrett Crochet to go in there. Cause Yeah. Especially with Cody Hoor and all these other guys. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Alex, who uh, in our little DM, a certain member that's at the 108 uh, broadcast live right now at Cork and Carry, uh, he decided he was going to screenshot our podcast and say fire and heart because he's watching ours right now. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Alex for the love, for the loyalty. Oh, wait. He's at Cork right now watching no. our. Oh, I was Luke like, Jesus was, Christ! Thing that he's at Cork, Luke, Luke, Bruhan, Bruhan, Luke. But Alex is like, nah. I'm watching these guys. That's, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I feel, work for the rest of the year. Whatever. Yep. Um, I don't. I both. I mean, I don't think they will do anything. But the, essentially, if you have to put them into a bucket, you got to imagine the Cubs are in the buyer's bucket, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, I think somebody the other day was like, the, the Cubs are probably like in 2015 mode. Yeah. Like if they trade for a guy, it's going to be like a Dan Heron type, like four or five starter. John just a guy. John Gray. I mean, I love John Gray. He's injured right now. Jay Happ. Jay Happ. Yeah, it's going to be like like that caliber. I love John Gray, but like I don't know how he's doing. He's injured, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, obviously, you know, the fantasy is like, fuck you. I'm not going to turn it. I'm not going to turn the show into me arguing with Alex, but this doesn't really move the needle as much as you think, bud. You don't want the best outfield in baseball. So. I mean, you have Eloy and Robert, you could pretty much put me in fucking right field and we'll figure it out. They've tried so, that. They put Eaton yeah. in there. Look how, that's <laughs> well, Eaton, Eaton wasn't there with those two. Oh, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was fucking up even with Robert when Robert was in center. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> something that, you know, it's probably less spoken about, by the way, and I'm going to kind of flip back to the cup stuff, too. Yeah. Instead of you arguing with Alex. <laughs> I do that enough. I do that enough in my normal day uh, in our in our in our messages back and forth. But no, um, also lost in the shuffle is this is not only are the Cubs probably, you know, they have to be seller or buyers, excuse me, in this is that we're at, almost at the Mason Dixon line where they have to let the season play out. We're not going to trade. You know, we're not going to see a trade of Chris Bryant. We're not going to see a trade of Javi Baez. We're not going to see a trade of Anthony Rizzo. They're going to let this thing play out, at least play out the string. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing this a lot on the broadcast, the ESPN broadcast this week. Uh, Tim Kirchin was like, "Look, we're going to we're going to go for it. Why would we not? One last one last ride, right? It's like Fast and the Furious after Paul Walker. One more. We have to hopefully don't have to animate any players into it at the end, um, like they did with the movie. But you've got one last ride, and then you say you deal with the off season and the off season, like." This is what Chris has been saying this whole time. I'm not in any rush. We can figure it out in December. I don't care. Let's just play ball. Stop with the trade talks. Let's play. Mm-hmm. And this is the good thing that's happened with the Cubs having the success is it's put that back on the shelf. It's allowing the Cubs now to sit here and, and go after something, at least give it a shot. I mean, these guys have earned if – I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not a piece of crap like the Ricketts are, I believe that these guys have earned the right for us to give them one last supporting cast to go for it and, and give it an earnest try at that deadline – and then let the chips fall where they may afterwards without destroying, obviously, the entire system, but allowing these guys to have the opportunity to give it. They, they've earned the right as world champions doing what they've done with the Cubs in their career to at least get one last ride where they're given the absolute weapons to get it done. If not, it's a disrespect to those guys and what they've done and what they brought to Chicago in the first place. And I'd be done with the Ricketts anyway. I mean, that, that's the thing right now is they've earned that now. Will they do it? Will Jed, you know, again, Jed, Jed's toe in that line. Will Jed go or will he, will he, will he pull back? You know, I don't think we're going to get a, a new extension until after the CBS probably too. So it's a, it's a, it's a prudent to wait. And if they walk, you get those 2022 comp picks. A 70th pick in that draft is like a first round pick in normal drafts. I'm just the talent level in the next two, two drafts is going to be off the charts. So like that, that's what's so frustrating though. It's cause like the team already handicapped this roster. By what they did this previous offseason. Like you got rid of your best fucking starting pitcher because you're just like, I uh, gotta save money. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm right there with you, uh, Kevin. And like, you know, the only person upset about the Cubs winning right now is Tom Ricketts. Tom Ricketts is the crying, like the guy, the meme that's like, you know, happy face on the outside and like the inside they're crying. Like that's Tom Ricketts right now because he can't like save a couple extra million by trading guys at the deadline. Because they're actually winning, and if they do trade guys, everyone's going to be fucking pissed off because it's going to be the most blatant, like, uh, we're just trying to save money here, move of all time, if you start trading guys when you're contending uh, to be in your division. Uh, 
Matty Mitch yeah. asked a good question. How do the Cubs get an impactful starter without trading a top prospect? And you have to basically find a diamond that's at the tail end of a contract or a money situation. It has to be a money thing. Actually embrace and take on some sort of financial. Yep. It has to be financial. It has to be the, money. I would say the, the fantasy. The fantasy contract line, pay for $100,000. Like the fantasy line, uh, the fantasy thinking is obviously Max Scherzer, but like the reason it's that is because he has a whole bunch of money owed to him. Like mm-hmm. the Cubs, if the Cubs just say, we're going to pay all of that, but like, you know, you're going to get some guy from like double A or a couple guys, you know, who aren't that highly ranked, deal with it because we're going to pay him the whatever money's owed. Great. Like that's why that's, that's a, you know, kind of realistic uh, thought if the Nationals are going to trade Scherzer. But do you, but do we as fans have any confidence that the ownership is going to be like, yeah. Tech on that twenty plus million or whatever Scherzer's owed. Like no, so it's gonna be like a J Hap. Do you want to trade be... Brennan Davis? No. He just hit a bomb. That's why he just popped Brandon up on my feet. He just hit a bomb. Like that's the other thing, and it's like yeah, you love you love it. The low level like, prospects. You love it for them to go all in, but low level prospects and cash. It's got to be cash. The cash. I mean, again, yeah. all the Yankees today with the Devil Rays. They bought a player for $100,000. Now, that's not – I mean, it sounds large, but it's not. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're going to take – if the Cubs are willing to take and say, look, we're just going to – again, making a trade for a guy that – like a team like Colorado that's just trying to get rid of and shed salary, taking advantage of people's financial issues in this pandemic. Hey, Ricketts has cried poor. Who else is crying poor? Find out who's crying poor. And okay, and that's the other thing. Alex Burton's just like, great. And that's why I told you so earlier. The fucking trade market right now is awful. Everyone's hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how hurt? Wait, how hurt is Scherzer though? Like, is he like, like what are we talking about here? I honestly, yeah, look, I honestly don't know, but I just. Daddy Mitchell, I disagree with you. Cash would work for a trade in this situation because at that time when they made the trade, they weren't sure when they with the finances. They're making money hand over fist now with the hundred percent Wrigley. I mean, they're making. They're, they're saying that the. They're making more than they expected to make at this point. Mm-hmm. So their projections now have changed. That's why cash would work now. Their projections when they traded Darvish were, according to Ricketts at least, biblical losses. So now we're at the biblical so losses. Are- now we're just at the Book of Mormon losses as opposed to biblical losses. It's just mm. not as, as, as uh, large as the epic you know, so well, no, I mean, I mean, I'm right with Manny Mitch. Like, they're not going to do that. That's obviously why it's like fantasy because a team that actually would go for it would do that. But you have Tom Ricketts who already <laughs> kind of played his cards there. And yeah, Scherzer's out with a groin injury. We're so broken with him. You just don't expect anybody to do anything the right way. Nope. That's you definitely don't. Like, I'm not even a like as an outsider looking in. I I have no faith that the Ricketts will like make that move. Can't you can't have faith in someone doing the right thing by the the right guys that did this? You got Jason Hayward collecting twenty seven million dollars a year to hit one fifty. Oh, Jake! Oh. Second baseman Jake Berger, two run bomb. Oh, <laughs> there's your there's your acquisitions now. There's there your you bat. Go. Oh, he'll, he'll spin it. He'll spin it that way too. The professor um, carving right now. He just struck out the side. But uh, and then another thing to Kevin's point of like you know. Uh, adding guys and giving the guys one more chance. 100% agree with you, but like, you're not gonna give up your top prospects for like a pitcher because then you, then you're definitely left without nothing after that. Like, I'm pretty sure Kevin wouldn't be happy if the Cubs do another Jose Quintana type deal. 
there's just nobody other than Nico Horner that I'm like, and 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 uh, Ed Howard, and and um, uh, my boy uh, Burl Caraway, and uh, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Leave them yep. alone. Those guys don't touch. But right. Eh. Well, that's your guy. Burl Caraway's been your guy Burl since guy. you since you drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for you White Sox fans that are still watching the White Sox Astros games about to start, make sure you tune in for the uh, debut of Gordon Beckham on the microphone. He's in the booth with uh, Jason tonight. I just find hey, that who is awesome. it kind of booth mark. <laughs> I just find that insanely interesting. Like Gordon Beckham was like, I feel like he got drafted last year. Why do the White Sox love their like? They're worse one than the year, black, they're uh, one year like wonder guys. Scotty Pods is doing the fucking Scotty Pods, pre-game show. Beckham. Beckham's in the booth. And wasn't I just watching Ryan Dempster with Dan Plesak? Yep. I mean, Ryan Dempster Mark was an all star with the Cubs, I think. And Ryan Dempster yeah, is like, like the best Harry Carey impression ever. So, I, I, I mean, are you being serious? Yes, it's absolutely fantastic. It's really good. He actually sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I think it's terrible, but you know, I, think I, I think I wrote a post a couple years ago how Ryan Dempsey needs to stay to away from the Cubs booth. Uh, being I, pers- I personally just think Ryan Dempsey's annoying as shit, but he's, he's, I thought that too. So he's better. Dude is what I've heard. He's, he's better not. now. He's better now. Before, with the, I, I, I honestly think it was the Harry Carey stuff with me. I know Kevin loves it. But a lot of Cubs fans were turned Carey. off. He was doing the Will Ferrell Harry Carey. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, yeah, no, but like it was like annoying. <laughs> it was <You're> annoying. <laughs> Jim Belushi's annoying. I'll right. agree with you. Agree right. with you. Less annoying than the Jim Belushi. Uh, or or final double stack guy from like the early 2000s, 99 cent double stacks at McDonald's. Kev, I'm putting all those guys in the same category. Like every guy you just said is going in the same category. John Cavanera comes to Vegas all the time. That's why I'm I'm making fun of him because he's, he actually, this might be, I don't know if this is an unpopular take or not, or like Jeff Garland as well. Jeff Garland is annoying as fuck. Well, here we got, uh, we're going to read some live fan reaction. Uh, friend of the show, Juan Uribe's Cup on Twitter, just tweeted out, 10 seconds in with Gordon Beckham, and I already want to cut my ears out with a rusty <laughs> butter knife. Can he post any nudity <laughs> along with said post? No, it's all text, so you he know he's be, serious. He must be serious if there's not like a yeah. naked photo. He yep. actually, that's a snap. G- yeah. snap Jeez. Be very cautious there, uh, of following that account, especially if you have uh, – children that can see your computer screen <laughs> do not if you're a teacher do not open up any of his tweets while no. you're high schoolers so no. who else should the slacks bring back for uh special Juan Uribe uh, special right away Juan Uribe Juan Uribe talk about his giant dick all day <laughs> <laughs> remember this episode is brought to you by Brazers that's why um, full circle okay. and, and it's also brought to you by Gary Gaetti's cup which is the mold that we used for our pinwheels and ivy jockstrap. Uh, it's a banana yeah. cup. It's very but, from around. So if we're going to go down guys like the road that, I mean, Pesetnik's a World Series hero. I get Pesetnik. I okay, actually yeah, I do. He was, yeah. But Gordon but Beckham? Gordon, I don't get Gordon Beckham, but Gordon Beckham's actually been really good on the pre-game, the pre- and post-game show. Like, I've enjoyed it. I don't know that how. Reminds me, that reminds me of, like, David DeJesus being in the Cubs pre- He was bad. <laughs> um, what do you bring? Like, Ad, do you bring in Adam Dunn? Right, yeah, Adam. Uh, Bring back. Adam, uh, oh, what's his name? Adam Laroche. Adam Laroche. 
Well, the White Sox so far are 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Um, Cubs are really going to shock fans when they add the newest broadcaster to the uh, the marquee lineup, um, Juliana Zobrist. Um, oh. Jesus. Daddy! Yeah, isn't Daddy. yeah? Wait, isn't like legit? Yonder Alonso is on MLB Network now. No, oh, is he? Bring him, yeah. bring him back. <laughs> oh my God! If they if they did this, if they brought Nick Swisher back, oh I, would, I would watch every White Sox game on mute for the rest of the year. You no, can't. Do no, no, okay, no, Zo, Zo. But I know you said that. But think about this: eighty game or whatever. Oh, uh, just whatever. Every single Sox game, Ozzy Guillen and Nick Swisher in the booth. <laughs> that would actually be funny because that Ozzie, would be hilarious. Ozzy just hates them. Just uh, rips them but, every. It's like you see this little. You see this guy. He can actually hit. Not like you, Nicky. <laughs> we had, that would be some more, some more Gordon Beckham reviews. He's worse than A Rod, though? Question mark. Yes. Oh. This is epping awful. So imagine if you put Jeez. Gordon Beckham in a booth with A Rod. Yeah. Oh. Um. Update from our friend Juan Uribe's Cup. Every game we lose this series is now Gordon Beckham's fault. <laughs> oh, my God. It can't be that bad. I got it on mute. I can't listen to it right now. But Even the subtitles are bad. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, like what could Gordon Beckham possibly be uh, doing that it's that terrible? Someone asked, is he already, is he already not paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the Mets. Yeah, there you go. When yeah, the Mets touch. Would- James McCann, he can come back That's as an the announcer. Equivalent, yeah. James McCann. Oh my god. That would be hilarious. I'm just thinking about Ozzy and Swisher stuck in a booth together. Ozzy yeah, just like make them do it. Like don't tell either of them who the other guy is. Ozzy's the first ever up. announcer to be kicked out of a game by an umpire. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Jason Hayward actually got a hit. Oh, hey, that, hey. that's worth a horn. I was like, this better be worth a horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's worth a horn. That's worth a horn. All right, I got to do that to you this time instead of Aldo doing it to me. Project that. Sorry, Zoe. Why did I get horned? I apologize. I don't know what I did. Just so <laughs> confused. <laughs> Collateral uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so confused right now. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to think of random. By the way, all of these people is like torturing Jason Benetti, who's one of the best in the business. He's, he's like, it's like, he's, like he's so good. He's drinking heavily now. Yeah, he's so good at what he does. And actually, to his credit, he's so good at what he does that I feel like he can carry like a Gordon Beckham or like, you know what I mean? Like a good cast at yeah. Saturday Night Live when they have a really horrible host. Yeah, like Elon Musk. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Eloy, Elon, I'll take all that back if you just – Eloy and Elon. Eloy Musk. Eloy yeah. Musk is I'll t- inventor who hits bombs. Oh, yep. well, I mean, you know who could be back in a few years. Give me you a know, million when dollars. He re- when he retires, had looking for a job, Adam Eaton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can actually see that, though. Yes. That, that's isn't that perfect? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Get ready thought- for Adam Eaton in the pre- and post-game show in like five years. <laughs> We're going to bring on intern Drake LaRoche. He's worked his way up at Comcast Sports Chicago. He's a, he's a, very te- he's a great team leader here yep. at the studios. But I <laughs> arguably think Jason Benetti, and I'm obviously I'm extremely biased, but he is the best guy on TV right now in baseball. <laughs> no, he's fantastic. I mean, again, when, you guys are fucking spoiled with him and Len. Right. And when – 
well, first of all, those two podcasts together is fantastic. If you don't listen to it, they're like quick half hour, 45 minute shows. Highly recommend that. Fuck you, Altuve. Um, no. Oh, no. He just beat out a – he hit it in the hole. Tim Anderson made a good play on it, but he beat it out. But, yeah, putting Nick Madrigal in the booth for the rest of the season. Actually, Nick really doesn't have that personality. Uh, yeah, I don't think that would be – Eloy. Grave combo. Eloy, Eloy would be hilarious. I don't think <laughs> – I don't know what kind of English he'd be throwing out there, but <laughs> Eloy would be absolutely hilarious because anytime he got nervous, he would just let a high mom rip. <laughs> Like Jason would do like his feeling and be like, Yeah, and they use this grip for the twelve six curveball. What do you think about that, Eloy? And he'd be like, uh, oh, here's a good one. Yumper uh, was a good one. Hi, mom. Polka power in the booth. That could work. That would work. He's, he's loved he's on funny. White Sox Twitter. Yeah. He's funny. He drinks bush light. Yeah. He's busy in Japan right now. I think he's doing pretty good. I think he found his home run swing. TA would be great once he's done. <clears throat> I'm actually, I mean, Ozzy sometimes sounds like he's got rocks in his mouth, but that's yes. in translation. But I, I think having someone on there like that, it's like Pedro Martinez the other night. I, I, one of the best clips ever is Pedro's been good, man. Oh, it, this clip right here, right, is iconic now forever. Uh, will be um, making me laugh. And I've said it to you <laughs> about a dozen times. But uh, he wanted. We we're talking about. Obviously, we we're talking about the balls, and uh, we've got this. I dictate how I want my balls to be rubbed up. <laughs> Pedro. Yep. Pedro, last night on TV, Here, talking about how he wants his balls rubbed up. It was fantastic because everybody else in the broadcast, I think, got it. And I don't know if he was even doing it on purpose. And they were like, "You're an idiot," but like hilarious because they were like, kind of. <laughs> Just just saw this tweet for Gordon Beckham. Gordon Beckham in the booth, better than Gordon Beckham on the field. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Wait, Daniel Polka's in the – he's back in America? <gasps> Sean, to answer your question, what's with the red shirts? This is the 27th anniversary of the Bronco chase. This is clean. And uh, it's laundry day. Yeah. Um. Latest tweet, if you search Gordon Beckham, latest. So Gordon Beckham kind of stinks in the booth, bitch. huh? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Daniel Polk is in AAA right now. Oh, there you go. He's on the Rochester Red Wings. He's got nine home runs in 97 at-bats. He's batting 289. Did you say outfield bat, so? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, very funny, on his MILB page, his nickname is listed as DP. <laughs> He's going to sell that merch. This episode brought to you by, by Brazzers. Brazzers, Brazzers. Right. Here's another Gordon Beckham tweet. Gordon Beckham obviously went to the Hawk Harrelson School of Broadcasting, making things up because it feels good. Yep. Are you laughing at my Brazzers? Brazzers? I think there needs to be like a graphic now at the bottom, just the Brazzers logo. <laughs> it, it, seriously, Daniel Bennett Polka, status active, nickname DP. Like three years that I'm doing, we've been doing this. I've been at least I've been on this podcast for almost three years. We've said Brazzers more in this one broadcast than the entire collection. Brazzers of that because oh here oh uh-oh. I do you, I think we and found- the White Sox are losing three to nothing. Oh, oh. rough. Here we go. You, you, but, no, but again, Zoe, this is easy. They just blame it on Gordon Beckham. 
I think we found a reason why he could be hated, though. Love Gordon Beckham, but I hate country accents, so this will suck. I think that's why. Oh, uh, okay. They've been so used to Jason and Steve Stone. You know, Hawk, that southern twang that's been out of the booth for a few years. Oh, wow. Lauren Wills are, are, are also our, our apparel um, queen. Because <laughs> why does everyone hate Gordon? I think he's great because he's not Steve Stone. Oh, what? She blocked her. Yeah, she hates oh. Steve Stone. Right, here's the latest. Someone tweeted, at Gordon Beckham, at Gordon Beckham, get out of the booth. Jesus Christ! Everyone hates uh, everybody hates Gordon Beckham. Look at right above Kevin's shoulder. Screenshot <laughs> 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 that, and then we can. Somebody got commands. I can't hold this much longer. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose this shit. <laughs> this shit's too much. Uh, <sighs> this broadcast is also brought to you by Double Penetration and some sort of. Quick yeah. question: Do you guys ever have a browser's account? You guys ever get that free? Uh, any I, I can't get a that data dump from four years ago that had every, <laughs> every guy going, "Oh Jesus!" Yep. Hey, breaking news: The White Sox got an out. In the All first right. inning, so Dylan Cease, after going base it, base it, home run, got an out. Good job, bud. Oh, Are man. you saying that the, he's being affected by the non-sticky stuff? He's being affected by playing pitching against a good team. <laughs> um, oh, here's another Jason or Gordon Beckham on commentary with Jason Benny. Yeah, so awesome. Okay, okay, that's a Packers fan though, so you can't really take that opinion. I think the worst part about the home run was Michael Brantley hit it, and he should have oh. been on the White Sox. Talk to, oh, I'll feel that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Fuck. Gordon Hopefully, Beckham, Brazzers. Well, yeah, Brazzers. Hopefully, we don't get sued by Brazzers for putting our logo on our show. And also, I think it's going to be awesome when the Bears podcast guys that are coming up after us go in there to change the logo and they're like, why is there a Brazzers logo in there? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think that was just Kevin, wasn't it? What? No, I put no, I the logo in there. You can put it wherever you want. Oh, there it is. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there just it leave it there. Don't take it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely leaving it in there. Oh, That's what yeah. she said. Um, yeah. Oh, there was an error for the White Sox. I'm half watching, so leave me alone. I think yeah. this is just one of those where you got to, you know, it's, can't win them all. Yep. It's going to be one of those series. It's one of those. Andy Corn? They can't all be winners now, can they? I mean, dude, people need to relax, though. Like, he has a bad half an inning that was caused by an error, and I'm already seeing, like, cease blows. He just struck out the next two batters. Like, just fucking take a breath, dude. (laughs) White Sox Dave. White Sox Dave just tweeted out a screenshot of a Gordon Beckham uh, message that he got in 2019. Never forget Gordon Beckham reached out to me to congratulate me on Cyber Monday 2019 speed pitch victory heroics. (laughs) Oh, I'm looking at it. Ice that cannon down tonight, stud. (laughs) (laughs) Melvin's in with a bomb today for the... Oh my god. White Sox. This is this show's been silly. Silly goofy. Oh shit, we're already at 145 mark. All right. Um <laughs> uh, sometimes people like longer podcasts. 
Speaking of long things, Brazzers. <laughs> if you're looking to sponsor a show, dude, that would actually be pretty dope, Brazzers. Call we are up. Shakespeare fans here. We're just working on our Longfellow. It's fine. Hey, yo, we can do puns all day, baby. <laughs> Top five Brazzers scenes, Kevin, go. Uh, <laughs> the one with the teacher. Space nut. All right. The Wait, uh, one with the lady next door. All right. I'm just so what? With the thing, with the thing, in the thing. Um, the one with sticky, the, sticky tack with spider tacky. The spider tacky. Yeah. Razzers was a great one. I'm just trying to think of generic scenarios. The one with the pizza man. The air conditioning repair. Guy. The one with the pool boy. The cousin that's in from out of town. That's actually only cousin by marriage. Whoa. Oh, I don't get to those whoa. pages. Oh, I've been looking at the <laughs> Alabama page. That's the Brazzers Regional. That's the Alabama That's <laughs> Arkansas. Um, it's totally different. Uh, the one where Dylan Cease gives up three runs and then strikes out the side. Because that just happened. I actually do like when they do like the uh, the fake screenshots and it's like baseball hats and it's like guy pounds balls oh, yeah, down the yeah. middle. Or like when... Uh, <laughs> Whenever Lori Lightfoot or the fat man do anything to Illinois, it's like man fucks entire state. <laughs> <laughs> it's JB Prisker. That's funny as hell. Onion. All right. All right. Well, that was. Well, yeah, Cubs. That, I hope that, the Cubs that, that, uh, that was something. Games. <laughs> that, uh, we got a rough week this ahead. We got the Mets. Marlins. Actually, one more. One more Bradges connection. Mm-hmm. Clark the Cubs, so it doesn't have pants. Still no pants. Just Still no pants. His dick around. Oh, He's definitely has sticky balls. Uh, yes. Yeah. Those that actually could be a new like ballpark um, novelty is to get some sticky, you know, some spider tack from Clark. And you just throw <laughs> things at his crotch. Just, just gotta just <coughs> right under there. Get a little sticky tacky. Put it on the back of your ear. Got it for the rest of the game. Spider Tag, you can sponsor the show. Brazzers, you can sponsor the show. We can do this all day, folks. Fans only for our show, apparently. Now, <laughs> get an OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Spider Spider Tag's OnlyFans page would be a just us talking about sticky balls. Oh, here we go. Another, another Gordon Beckham tweet. Why are we listening to Gordon Beckham talking about hitting? Fair question. <laughs> I mean, he was really good in college. Uh, he had a great rookie year, and then you know, Kyle Schwarber or Kyle Hendricks has just walked two batters to start bottom of the fourth. Uh, just what? Kyle uh, Kyle Hendricks just walked two guys to open the uh, bottom of the fourth. Now James McCann, White Sox legend, is up. Nobody out. Don't play. Mound visit instead. Ooh, a lot of people mm-hmm. are. Um... Are using Michael Brantley's home run to point out how terrible it was that they didn't sign him and signed Adam Eaton instead. Well, kind of true. Kind of very true. Juan Uribe, up. Five a.m. start tomorrow. Both kids have one hundred and three degree fevers, and Gordon Beckham is the reason they're down three already. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, the video that goes along with that tweet is. Uh, it's, it's something special. Let's just say it involves a lot of tattoos and uh and it looks like uh like a, a hobbit version of Ron Jeremy. Clean shaven though. Yeah. 
Um, or just Fat Steve Perry, one of the two. Oh, my God. This thing just keeps going. Uh, sorry, I was hypnotized by the video that went with that tweet. Um, the on browsers? Oh. No. <laughs> all right, let's, let's practice. <laughs> For all those fids, I'm so – I'm not cutting any of this. No. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be back with our show sponsored by Brazzers. This is the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. Let's get some runs. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound on the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy.